A few days ago, there was a hearing in Congress for steps social media companies can take to make their apps more safe for children. But I have a different approach. Also in the news, we have Joe Biden making some attacks on Iran. I broke down what he should have done already, but this might not be the best way that we could do this because it's going to get us into a war that we are ultimately going to either lose or lose a lot of American lives for little to no gain at the end. All of that and more on today's episode. Facts over facts over tracks is a mess, spitting slow, spitting fast. I could roast, I could gas, think I'm okay at last, but I don't know if that can erase all the past. First, let's dig into the congressional hearing that we just had in Congress. We saw the leaders of social media websites go to Congress to get prodded and poked and obviously there was no solution like there is every single time we have hearings like this it's just annoying at this point now this hearing was centered around the harms that social media has caused to children and teenagers but we are neglecting the most important benefits of social media or at least on x which is the freedom of information to make your decision based on facts not because some fact check said so but because of the research that you have conducted on that very media website this is what i would have focused on if i was was the one making the decisions but i'm not sadly they focus on the harm i do agree on some of the points that were brought up like this one from josh harley let me just remind you of some of the science from your own company instagram studied the effect of your platform on teenagers let me just read you some quotes from the wall street journal's report on this company researchers found that instagram is harmful for a sizable percentage of teenagers most notably teenage girls Here's a quote from your own study, quote, we make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. Here's another quote, teens blamed Instagram, this is your study, for increases in the rate of anxiety and depression. This reaction was unprompted and consistent across all groups. That's your study. Senator, we try to under, understand the, uh, the feedback and, and how people feel about the services. We can improve. Wait a minute. Them. Your, own, your are... own study says that you make life worse for one in three teenage girls. You increase no, Senator, anxiety that's and says. depression. That's what it says. And you're here testifying to us in public that there's no link. You've been doing this for years. For that's... years, you've been coming in public and testifying under oath that there's absolutely no link. Your product is wonderful. The science is nascent. Full speed ahead. While internally, you know full well. Well, your product is a disaster for teenagers. Senator, and yet you keep true. right on doing what you're doing. Right? That's not true. That's not true. Let me, let me, let me show you some other but facts I, mean, I you know can, that you're you familiar carry, with. You I, well, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait want, a minute. That's I mean, not a question. That's, that's, that's not, not a question. Internal... Those are facts, Mr. Zuckerberg. That's, that's not a not, question. That's, those aren't facts. Here, let me show you some more facts. Here are some, here's some information from a whistleblower who came before the Senate, testified under oath in public. He worked for you. He's a senior executive. Here's what he showed he found when he studied your products. So, for example, this is girls between the ages of 13 and 15 years old. 37% of them reported that they had been exposed to nudity on the platform, unwanted, in the last seven days. 24% said that they had experienced unwanted sexual advances they'd been propositioned in the last seven days. 17% said they had encountered self-harm content pushed at them in the last seven days. Now, I know you're familiar with these stats because he sent you an email where he lined it all out. I mean, we've got a copy of it right here. My question is, who did you fire for this? Who got fired because of that? Senator, we study all of this because it's important and we want to improve our services. Well, you just told and me a second ago you studied it, but that there was no linkage. 
Who Senator, did you fire? You, I said you mischaracterized. 37% of teenage girls between 13 and 15 were exposed to unwanted nudity in a week on Instagram. You knew about it. Who did you fire? Senator, this is why we're building all Who these did you fire? Tools. Senator, that's, I don't think that that's... Who did you fire? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. Because um, <laughs> I mean, you didn't is, fire anybody, right? You didn't take Senator, any significant I, I action. It's appropriate to talk about like, individual it's not appropriate. HR decisions. Do you know who's like sitting that? behind you? You've got families from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone. I do agree that Facebook should take steps to combat the harm that it is doing on kids, like making sure that you cannot sign up for an account until you are at least 16 years old. The answer to this is not that simple because you can just simply lie on the sign up form. But nonetheless, this isn't good for free speech. I'm not an absolutist by any means. I used to be, but now I know that there are things that you should not say. For instance, true things and false things. If you are saying false things and causing harm while doing it, then it should not be pushed without the facts connected to it. This, I find, is one of the best parts. Instagram also displayed the following warning screen to individuals who were searching for child abuse material. The, these results may contain images of child sexual abuse. And then you gave users two choices, get resources or see results anyway. Mr. Zuckerberg, what the hell were you thinking? All right, Senator. Um, the, the, the basic science behind that is that when people are searching for something that is problematic, it's often helpful to, rather than just blocking it, to help direct them towards something that, um, that could be helpful for getting them to get help. In, in what, I also, understand get resources. In what sane universe is there a link for see results anyway? Well, because we might be wrong. We, we try to trigger this, this uh, warning, or we tried to, um, when we think that there's any chance that the results okay, you might, might be, be wrong. Let me ask you: How many times was this warning screen displayed? I don't know, but the but the hey, you don't know. Why don't you know? I, I I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. But what well, you know what, Mr. Zuckerberg? It's interesting you say you don't know it off the top of your head because I asked it in June of 2023 in an overlight oversight letter, and your company refused to answer. Will you commit right now to within five days answering this question for this committee? We'll follow up on that. Is that a yes? Not a will follow up. I know how lawyers write statements saying we're not going to answer. Will you tell us how many times this warning screen was displayed? Yes or no? Senator, I'll personally look into it. I'm not sure if we have. Okay, so you're refusing to answer that. Let me ask you this. How many times did an Instagram user who got this warning that you're seeing images of child sexual abuse, how many times did that user click on see results anyway? I want to see that. Senator, I'm not sure if we stored that, but I'll personally look into this and we'll follow up after. And what follow up did Instagram do when you have a potential pedophile clicking on I'd like to see child porn? What did you do next when that happened? Senator, I think that an important piece of context here is that any context that we think is child sexual Mr. Zuckerberg, that's called a question. What did you do next when someone clicked, you may be getting child sexual abuse images, and they click, see results anyway? What was your next step? You said you might be wrong. Did anyone examine, was it in fact child sexual abuse material? Did anyone report that user? Did anyone go and try to protect that child? What did you do next? Senator, we take down anything that we think is sexual abuse material on the service, and we do Did, did anyone verify to... whether it was, in fact, child sexual abuse material? 
Senator, I don't know if, if every single search result we're following up on, but... In, did did but you report the, board, the people who wanted it? Senator, do you want me to answer your question? Yeah, I want you to answer the question I'm asking. Did you report time to speak the people who click see results anyway? Uh, that's probably one of the factors that we use in reporting. And in general, I mean, we've reported more people and done more reports like this to NCMEC, the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children, than any other company in the industry. We proactively go out of our way across our services to do this and have made, I think it's more than 26 million reports, which is more than the whole rest of the industry combined. So Mr. Zuckerberg, the, the, the Mr. Zuckerberg, that, that we, your that we company and every social media company needs to do much more to protect children. A lot of people are not talking about the CEO of X and what she said, which we will watch right here. It's just such a powerful speech. I love it so much. NGOs to harness the power of media to protect people. Before I joined, I was struck by the leadership steps this new company was taking to protect children. X is not the platform of choice for children and teens. We do not have a line of business dedicated to children. Children under the age of 13 are not allowed to open an account. Less than 1% of the US users on X are between the ages of 13 and 17. And those users are automatically set to a private default setting and cannot accept a message from anyone they do not approve. In the last 14 months, X has made material changes to protect minors. Our policy is clear. X has zero tolerance towards any material that features or promotes child sexual exploitation. My written testimony details X's extensive policies on content or actions that are prohibited and include grooming, blackmail, and identifying alleged victims of CSE. We've also strengthened our enforcement with more tools and technology to prevent those bad actors from distributing, searching for, and engaging with CSE content. If CSE content is posted on X, we remove it. And now we also remove any account that engages with CSE content, whether it is real or computer generated. Last year, X suspended 12.4 million accounts for violating our CSE policies. I started the day that she said it, and I just wanted to cover it on my show. A lot of people are saying that Elon Musk dismantled the team restricting child porn, but that is not true. Look at some of the facts and the figures and how many people were actually banned when Elon Musk took over. Now that we know about Instagram, Facebook, and X, how about the one that is causing the most amount of harm to our youth? You know, like TikTok? Now, after looking, I cannot find actually one person that questioned the CEO of TikTok about the ideology that is taking a stronghold on our society, which is the transgender madness and about mental health deterioration that the app is causing. And now that I think about it, how about the fact that the app is causing the shortness of our attention span? None of these senators ask any questions even related to this, to the CEO of TikTok, which is the biggest app for children, by the way. It's just maddening me that we had a congressional hearing on child safety and we didn't even focus on the app that the most amount of children are using in the United States of America it does not make any sense with that being said we do have the headlines of the week <laughs> Let's
like I said, there's a lot of things that are maddening about what this Joe Biden administration is actually doing. Obviously, we are all having enough of this administration with the high, high interest rates that we are paying, the high, high inflation that we are all having to sadly deal with. Of course, who could forget about the wars that he's causing everywhere, just like in the Middle East, Europe, and soon to be Asia. If you want to actually show that you know what's going on within our government and you want to show that you actually know the truth, you can support free journalism just by checking out the link down below, Shop.Origer Studios. It is that time of the year and love is in the air. We do not have a lot of love for the president because he's actually ruining everything that one of the greatest presidents of our lifetime has even achieved. And that's everything that Trump has accomplished. Joe Biden has taken it. He stepped on it and then he spit on it and then he pooped on it. And then he said, chocolate, chocolate chip ice cream. If you want to show that you know the truth about Joe Biden, check out the link down below because we do have some sweaters just like this one. And we do have some mugs and pillowcases just like these. Let's dig into the first article we actually have from the Daily Wire. We have the United States officially begins retaliating strike against Iran's IRGC terrorist proxies. So the United States officially began its retaliation strikes against the Iran's Islamic Revolution Revolutionary Guard Corps and Iranian-backed terrorist groups in the Middle East later on Friday, according to a statement by the United States Central Command. The strikes came after Biden, the Biden administration had repeatedly telegraphed its plans to Iran over the last several days, including general, general details about when the strikes would likely start, when they would occur, and where they what they would target, which is just stupid, by the way. Why would you tell your plans to the people that you're fighting? It does not make any sense. At 4 p.m. EST, February 2nd, United States Central command forces conducted airstrikes in Iraq and Syria against Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, Quds Force, and affiliated media groups, militia, militia groups, militia groups, I mean. Um, United States military forces struck more than 85 targets in numerous aircraft to include long-range bombers flown from the United States. The airstrike employed more than 125 precision munitions, the statement concluded the fatalities that were struck included command and control operations centers, intelligence centers, rockets, missiles, and unmanned aerial vehicle storages. In logistics of the muni muni munition supply chain facilities of the the militia groups in their IRGC sponsors who facilitated attacks, United States and coalition forces. The strikes came in response to the Iran. Okay, so this came in the response of the actual four people that um, Iran has killed within this war. So again, they killed our military personnel and we're going to retaliate by bombing a camel in the ass. We're going to retaliate not by killing them, but by bombing empty buildings because Joe Biden wanted to sit here and say, oh, warning, 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 everybody. Listen up, listen up. I'm going to bomb you. I'm going to bomb you at this time in this location. So if you are in the area, please, I would leave. Like, what the hell? Did did Iran tell us when when they sent a suicide drone into our, our military base? Did they warn us that we're, they were going to send a military drone into our airspace or our military base? No, they didn't. So what's going on, Joe Biden? Are, are you confused on who you're telling? Because you're telling Iran directly or indirectly at this point when you're telling the media, hey, I will attack Iran at this time in this location. So Iran, if you're listening, please leave the area. I do not want to kill you. Please, I do not want to use this. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. Like, it's just stupid at this point. Listen. What he should have did from the very beginning was be strong on foreign policy. But of course, he cannot be strong on foreign policy because of the fact that his leftist 
in his caucus and the leftists on his team are very, very much anti-Israel that he cannot support the people that need supporting. It's just stupid at this point. But what else is what else is stupid that's in the news is the fact that people are still not realizing that James O'Keefe is undercover. James O'Keefe literally just puts on glasses and everybody believes that he's just a, a, a gay person on a date. Like what when somebody when you're on a date with somebody and they are asking a bunch of questions like what are you doing and blah 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 and what is your job position and what company do you work for and what is what is this specific thing again and what and then question you all about that it's not somebody that you're on a date with that actually wants to get to know you it most of the time it's an undercover agent so listen for the for the sake of all things good do not stop telling the information to james o'keefe the undercover version of james o'keefe so james o'keefe with glasses which gets taken as gay or the person that um, he hired to actually be undercover. So just stay wary of that because this has been happening for the past couple of years. But for all things good, please do not stop this because this is great content right here. So let's actually react to the most important parts of this right here. Um, so what he actually does is he finds a White House press or White House worker um, and he asks him about what Joe Biden is actually doing and why Joe Biden is actually, um, you know, not that well. So this is it here. I work for my house. So you're you're pretty high up in the government. Yeah, I'm fairly high up. I'm good at keeping secrets, and so I manage two. He's good at keeping secrets. He's good at keeping secrets. That's so funny because he spills the beans to James O'Keefe. Agencies, the State Department, and USAID. So when you say it's like security, like you're protecting the networks of the federal agencies that you give all your information to. The mission is to protect information. We are like the president's voice when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and, and promoting the president's priorities. Is he, is he going to be the, the nominee? Yes. And she will be the vice president nominee. Yeah, I don't... There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but... Sadly, they didn't. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. But with him, I yeah, mean, I know. I know. He's got I know. dementia. Um, yeah, well, he's definitely slowing down. Well, they know that he has those issues. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, your boss has dementia. He's definitely slowing down. Like, if he does not have dementia, what you would do is you would say, no, no, he does not have dementia. Look at all the things that he's doing. Even though people that are working for him know that he has a problem. It's so funny. I think so. But they're not going the to say it. And, They're not and, willing to say correct. it publicly. And same thing but with Kamala Harris. She's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Like, I what see. kind of message are you going to send to, like, all the African-American voters? How would you spin that? People would be like, what the fuck? Like, like she's a woman and she's multiracial. I think I think that they're really concerned about this. But they won't say it. Well, I guess if they say it publicly, Correct. Biden they is, publicly. is uh, no, no, no. they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got to, they got to they say the it line. privately? But they won't say it publicly. Correct. Biden can't is, say is uh, no, 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 we can't say it publicly. No, no, no. So I'm going to say it in the middle of a restaurant in public. We cannot say this publicly, though. But I'll say it to you in public. Can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got to, they got to they say the it line. privately? I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling just, you what I've heard. Like, you're, just, yep. you're just telling me the truth. Does it make sense? No, but that's, I mean, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I've had a meeting with Michelle Obama at one point when I was an intern, and someone asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said no, emphatically. Really? I've seen all the shit my husband has had to go through, and that does not interest me. 
people would be like, well, I don't think we should have to get the vaccine. And I'm like, oh, like, you're not going to get the vaccine, and then you're going to go expose my family exactly. in the hospital exactly. to your unvaccinated vaccinated COVID. Like, <laughs> Unvaccinated COVID. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. You work in cybersecurity for the White House, and my my question is, what are you doing on a meeting? He takes his disguise off, takes the glasses off. Hmm. <laughs> He's so confused. With James O'Keefe, what type of cybersecurity operation are you guys running over there? We're running a good cybersecurity operation. Well, obviously not. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like, obviously, you're not. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best part right there. Um, James O'Keefe, you're great. If you do want to see the full length of this video, it's actually 13 minutes. And then he made a part two, which is actually less than 10 minutes. So I really recommend that you guys go check this out because it's hilarious. With that being said, that's going to do it for the Saturday edition of the Demetrius Rujo show. Join me tomorrow because we will react to You Think You're the Ship Fart by Ice Spice. With that being said, see you guys tomorrow.